With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The Chemist Warehouse Black Friday sale is now on. Get an extra 10% off store-wide. Sale ends Sunday. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Monday the 22nd of November. And, well, it was a big weekend of sports, so we've got a lot to talk about, a lot of things happening around the sporting world. The Black Caps just going down to India. Oh, they got a hiding, actually. They lost by 73 runs. So we're going to break that down throughout the morning. We also want to talk a bit about a rugby uh, Super Rugby squads are named today. Black Ferns, All Blacks. It's been a pretty dire couple of weeks, actually, for our sporting teams. So we're going to break that down, and we want to hear from you at home as well. So it's going to be a big, big morning. But remember, remember, Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies. Spotlight on our Wellington frequencies this week, 7.11 a.m., giving you the chance to win 711 Big ones. Ten questions. Get them all right. And it's all yours. It's all yours. So this week is 7.11am Wellington Frequencies. Last week was our Auckland. 14.76am this week. It's Wellington. So last Friday I gave you the first question and answer. I'll give it to you again. Who did David Tua fight in his 2000 title fight? His 2000, the year 2000 title fight. And it is Lennox. Lewis. Lennox Lewis is the answer. Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. So there you go. Who did David to a fight in his 2000, year 2000 title fight? David. Oh, no, Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. So make sure you write that down. And then it's just after 8 o'clock. Just after 8 o'clock, we're going to give you the chance for Bears and Izzy's radio frequencies. So what else we got to go through the show? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, we're going to dedicate a good hour for you, our amazing listeners, to have their say on the All Blacks. 15 tests, 12 wins, 3 losses, back-to-back losses. I'm going to have my take earlier on in the 7 o'clock hour, and then I want to hear from you at home. 
wherever you are on your way to work, give us a call on the Kennards Hire phone line, 0800 150 From about 7 to 8 o'clock hour, we have dedicated an hour for you, our listeners, to get involved and break it on down and give us your take. So look forward to, to that uh, from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock. And then just after 8 o'clock, the Super Rugby squads are named after 8 o'clock this morning. And today we'll talk to Chiefs head coach Clayton McMillan about the balance of their new squad and his expectations. And then, well, me and Baz bumped into this fella, actually. He was down in Queenstown and at Millbrook. And he actually said to us, oh, we're going to come on. I'm, I'm talking news on Monday. And we're like, oh, nice, mate. Look forward to it. So we've got Jack Goodhue. Jack Goodhue has just had a major knee surgery. He's training hard. He's coming back. And we're going to have a chat to him along uh, into the 8 o'clock hour. So looking forward to chatting to Jack Goodhue. But before then, I'm going to cross over to say hello to Auckland. Louie, Trudy, Joe and Kez down there. And up in the big smoke, I must say. And then my good mate who's back home and Matamata. Mata, Looking sharp, love that hat. Looking good, my mate. Anyway, good morning, Baz McCullum. How are you, my brother? Oh, we got. How was it, eh? It's good to have a good old, good old holiday with you, well, my good mate. Well, it's a miracle we're on here. Actually, we got there, eh? Yeah. Man of the night, man of the morning. They say we've got up, we're here, we're getting the job done. You said it was a big weekend of sport. Well, it was a big weekend of golf as well down in Queenstown. We had a great time, didn't we? Is we uh, we didn't win the, win the golf. That's okay. No. We had fun. It was a great trip. So what a beautiful part of the world. Looked after fantastically well by the Millbrook team down there. So thank you to all of you guys as well. And um, yeah, it was great to spend some time with you, Izzy. It was good good fun, mate. Mm. I think uh, you know. Best in your memories, and I think we had some good memories playing golf down there, and yeah, very enjoyable. Bit of a shame about some of the sport which has unfolded over the weekend, but yeah, that's life as well, isn't it? The black caps a bit frustrating, but I mean, it's a bit, it's a tough old schedule for them to bounce straight out of a World Cup final, yeah, and then you know head over to India and and take on a, a team over there, but they'll be disappointed with their return, no doubt. Not many guys actually put their hand up, mate, to be honest, and probably only mm. Gupta was was probably the only one who who will walk away from that tour really content that he sort of, he made a fist of the conditions. The rest sort of struggled, which is a bit of a, a bit of a shame, but I'm sure we'll get, um, we'll get some feedback on that at some stage. Fascinated to hear what everyone's got to say about the All Blacks is. Fascinated. Mm. Seven to eight. Oh, what did Louis, how did Louis say it this morning? The state of the All Blacks nation. That's what we want to hear about. <laughs> from seven to eight, yeah. we want to hear from you on the Kennards Hire phone line 0800 or text us on double eight double three. What do we do about the All Blacks, or do we do nothing? Yeah, well, it's it's going to be a long summer, Bez. It's going to be a long summer, and there is nothing worse when you're going into a big big summer break, and you know you've had a loss, but back to back losses as well. So, look, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens and, and just have a wee chat about it, you know, have have a little look at it and just like what we saw. How about the timings of the game anyway? Yesterday morning, getting up, have some breakfast, watch the All Blacks. And, uh, yeah, look, France in that first half were just so clinical, put us under a lot of pressure, took their opportunities. And, uh, you know, the All Blacks did enough to actually get, get back and, 
and um, you know get back into the game. I think it was twenty seven twenty five down, and they went into the half twenty um, twenty four six down at half time. So look, they worked they worked well to get back into the game, but then just just opportunities in France, mate. When they take when they get a little bit of an inch, they take a mile, mm. mate. They're one of those teams, eh? They're just really hard to break down. Um, but yeah, interesting that time. Crowd must interesting get times too, bro. Oh, passionate, aren't they, mate? Passionate. Oh. Uh, see, we us Kiwis, us Kiwis as as pundits when we go to sport, mate. That's what it's about, eh? Everyone else just gets into it. They start la la blue, la 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 blue. <laughs> they just start singing and cheering. Oh, it's it's great to see. It's great to see. But um, yeah, mate, it's 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 a tough one. Not it's not very often we're talking about the All Blacks going back to back losses and. I spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. After Italy, after Italy, I said these next two weeks, we'll get a real understanding of where the All Blacks are, of where they are at the moment. And well, I think the North has has got the South at the moment. Um, I think the South Africa bit, they yeah, had another yeah. loss. Australia they've had a loss. All Blacks have taken a loss. So that's why, yeah, it's going to be fascinating. But anyway, we've got a whole show to do, so we don't want to waste up all our ammo on, on that in the, uh, early on, bud, but we'll, we'll keep delving into it throughout the day. Anyway, what about the punt on the weekend, mate? What about the punt? We going any good? No good, mate. Rabada. Ah. <laughs> Just, oh, mate, I was so happy to have my money on at $7.52 when he closed at three thirty, And I was like, oh, we're on here. We are on like Donkey Kong. But no, unfortunately, um... He just wasn't able to go through the gap, but he'll keep on and he'll be ready for another mm. day. The upshot was that he was travelling nicely, just unfortunately wouldn't go through the gaps. But I guess that's that's racing, as they say, in this yeah. great game. And he just got to turn the page and move on and hope that that he uh, he's able to step back up next time. But we know he's got ability. But ouch, that hurt. The tissue that hurt a little bit too. Oh. Oh, that was a, a yuck all weekend on the punt. And the worst thing about that one when we about a race, Baz, and like, you know, you're already down. You're already, you know, you already don't want to talk about it. And, and your good co-host, mate, just sends you a quick message and says, yuck. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were, so, we were sort of relying on both Rabada and the tissue to pay for our entire weekend mm. in Queenstown. Oh, so yes. That just happens. Now we're, no. now we're like, got to try and, mm, yeah. Sorry, Liz. Sorry, Daisy. It didn't. It's okay. We'll <laughs> keep making it. <laughs> it didn't help. It didn't, it didn't help when my dad. It didn't help when my dad texts me. He texts me. He goes, "A tissue, a tissue. My nose is full of snot." And <laughs> 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 he's just kicking me while I'm down. And I'm like, "Dad, he's a like, wow, what a horse." But um, yeah, don't know what happened there. I think it had the perfect rain. It likes to sit midfield and. And come home flying down the outside. It went into the race at favourite. I got it at 12 bucks, and it actually fell into 4 bucks or something like that. So it was, yeah, conditions were suited. We're talking to Shane Kennedy, obviously, down in the south there. And it had a perfect run. And, yeah, so I don't know. That's why we can't talk to him, mate. It looked like it wasn't quite able to quicken on that track. So. Mm. I don't know, maybe it was a sticky part of the track. Maybe it's just at the end of its campaign. Could be anything. But it's been a successful campaign for a tissue, of course. Yeah. But yeah. Just, we didn't get paid. I was pretty gutted, too, because I just, I, 
I just actually hit the best golf shot I hit all weekend because I was like up and I was fizzing, you know, like it was a, you know, that par yeah. four on the new nine there, the par four that goes straight across. It looks like a Wairaki, that Wairaki hole and it's like about yeah. 245 or whatever. And I was like, yeah. the pin was at the front and I was, I hit a three wood and I was at the back of the green because I was like, mate, I hit it probably 30 metres than I've ever had a three wood before. Because the adrenaline of racing was just running through my veins, you know. I was like launched into one, thinking, mm. okay, things are good here. We've driven the green, got to make birdie, and then we're going to win money off PAB. And then it all just came crashing down. <laughs> 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 I don't yeah, think I even made birdie. And then we lost all the money on the pump. It was like, mm, in the space uh. of four and a half minutes. I went from riding sky high to just flat. <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, that sucks. Anyway, don't need to be venting. Hey, mate, we've got a good question it. here. We've got a good question from our uh, one of our favorite, one of our faves, Mark from Tauranga. He's an absolute champion. I know he sent you your Vavasaw red wine bears, but he said, good morning, lads and Trudy. Hope the weekend was good for you all. There's a lot of talk about fatigue potentially playing a part in the ABs being so bad. In your careers, how did you both deal with fatigue so you could keep on trucking? I'll go to you, Baz, because I think this is similar to, to your, a lot of your the cricket. There's a lot of chat about the long tour, 10 tests in 12 weeks. For cricketers, this, that's the norm. That's the norm. Big, long months away with from your family, but you know, lots of time on the road. How did you cope with that? What were your biggest learnings from it? Um, yeah, look, it's not always easy. I understand that. Um, and if I look at the Black Caps, I actually think they looked a little fatigued as well in their performances over the last couple of days. But, uh, mate, I, I think there's there's different parts. Like we talk a little bit in the cricket game about you yeah. go to the bush. Sometimes you can go to the bush where yeah. if you go to the bush, it's hard to get out of it, and that's where you just your mind is a bit fried. You've just been away a long time. Mm. You're just struggling to deal with the pressures and the and the um, the time on the road, um, and and you haven't been able to cope uh, accordingly. Um, so you've got to try and do, so there's that aspect. Or then there's just like, well, you're you're literally you're just done. You know, you need to get home. You need to spend some time around your loved ones. Yeah. Your bad. But it's just part of the game, isn't it? And that's that's why I think longevity in sport mm. is one of the most, you know appreciated things is you've been able to handle all of all of those times yeah. and all of those those issues and deal with fatigue it does creep in occasionally but you just got to find a way and, and that's where i guess that's i it, always yes. look back mate when i was going through those mm. periods where i sort of had doubts about you know oh i'm struggling with my form it sucks over here playing on these wickets which are spinning past my right shoulder next ball skidding on and thumping into my shin you're walking back it's like you, you can't <laughs> get a run and the, the other times where you sit back, I reckon you go, well, and the other times where you pull back the curtains and you hope it's raining, but the, but there are also the times where you've got to just remind yourself of why you started playing the game, you know, and I, it sounds a bit yeah. odd, but play for the little boy who fell in love with the game, if that makes sense. It's, it's that, that kid mm. that Saturday morning, doesn't matter ha what happened in his, the previous week, he pulls back the curtains and he just can't wait to get out there hoping it's sunny because he's got the opportunity to go and play cricket. And that's kind of what you just got to keep reminding yourself sometimes, even though it can be tough yeah. on the road. And I think once you do that, your perspective is sound and you're able to go out there knowing that you represent your country and, and you're able to, to steal yourself to try and get a performance. That that would be mm -hmm. what I'd say is, but 
it might be different in yeah. the high intensity of rugby too, because as you say, cricket is um, long tours, but there's it's less intensity. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, look, I, I don't think when when you think of fatigue and how do they deal with that, like if you think of scientific terms, they've got all the equipment, they've got all the scientific evidence <coughs> to be able to deal with um, long tours, get their bodies into into the right uh, state of mind to actually be able to perform. So I think. Like you've touched on it, Bears. I don't think it's uh, physical fatigue. I think it's more mental fatigue for these guys. Like it is long tours, but it just goes back to what you just said, mate. Like uh, you're on tour, you're there, you represent. You got that. You got that fern on your chest. There shouldn't be nothing more motivating to get you up than that. Than that having that fern on your chest. That, you know, representing that that color that defines us as Kiwis. The blackness. You know. That's what defines us, and that—that's for me—is just what, what motivates me. And, and I think back to when I was playing, mate. And there was times there on on the long tour. I remember we played Ireland, in Ireland, and we nearly lost. And Aaron Cruden kicked that goal. I was standing next to uh, Corey Jane, and I—I I had like, um, I think I had a vomiting bug for like two days leading up to that t- that test. But on the day of the test, I actually came right, so I was feeling good. But mentally, I was. I was looking for excuses. I was looking for ways to to potentially, if I didn't play well, those would be my excuses. But the reality is, I got over that sickness. But I was leading us that game, and I was mentally just wasn't quite there, and had a horrible game. And we had Rob Carney on the other day, and I gave him that intercept try. That was the game. And uh, I just think back to those times, and it was just because my mental aptitude and where I was as mentally, it wasn't there. So kind of like my my mind was drifting away about. Uh, away from the task at hand, and I just think oh. a lot of that goes back to to that as well with the, the boys at the moment. Like there's just a lot of, um, you know, just minds drifting, or or just just I just don't think they were quite there there mentally. So look, there's a lot of questions that we have, but they, I'm just trying to speak on on my experiences and and why if I didn't perform and how that's probably probably how we've got a few texts coming through. Bears, they're all they're all lighting up, so we'll um, rip into those shortly, eh? Yeah, yeah. No, we will. We should come back shortly. We've got a big hour coming up as well. We, from uh, Keep in mind, we're going to keep you on the hook till 7 a.m. because we're going to dedicate an entire hour to talking about the All Blacks and rugby and the state of, of rugby and the state of the All Blacks and the coaching situation, etc., etc. And we want to hear from you guys from 7 o'clock through to 8 o'clock. We know that it's going to light up the Kennard's iPhone line and our text machine. So... We will hold you until then, but keep sending us through some mm. texts and we will get onto them as best we can. But for now, it is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. A big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. It's great savings every day. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Monday the 22nd of November, coming up to five minutes to 6.25 in the morning here on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Keep those texts coming through. We've got a great one for you, Bears. i got a great text message for you. Hey, Bears, what's up and plan for defibrillate? What's up and the plan for defibrillate? That is from Rick from the Naki, mate. Let us know. Yet another horse on the weekend, too. Oh, it's just a bit. It's a tough time at the moment, you know, just waiting for the form <laughs> to turn. Just waiting for, you just got to keep hanging on the back of the speedboat is until things turn around. Poor yeah. old Defibrillate. Yeah, look, I thought he was sort of given no chance, if I'm being brutally honest. I thought, 
I mean, they jogged up front in the Ballarat Cup. He was sat way back off them, trying to trying to then make ground off. Well, just mate, no chance, you know. Just uh, I felt sorry for uh, sorry for the horse and sorry for for Richie, the major owner, obviously. But what's up for him now? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I guess they'll, uh, he's been up a little while. He's had a bit of a freshen up. I guess we'll we'll soon find out. But the money was up on Saturday. A five hundred thousand dollar race would have been nice for us to be able to get a little bit of that. But that's okay. Um, he's been a good horse for us. He's won. He's been super over in Australia. I mean, he's put together a, a really cool record, and he's stepped up. And I'm not sure. I'll wait wait to hear what um, Paddy Payne and and Richie come up with, and and then we'll uh, we'll. we'll see from there but he'll get us paid again at some stages just got to keep the faith yeah you know yeah like hey, the hey, hey, i've obviously become you know a, a, a horse owner now i'm in i'm in the game we're, we're you know me and you've got a wee little wee little Ooh. something in a, in a nice wee cult that uh is is yeah. nearly gonna head over to australia in a week's time it was meant to go to your house it would have been good to see a good-looking black colt horse that we've just uh, become shearsing, but uh, heading over to Australia next year, next week. What's your bit of best bit of advice for myself? <laughs> uh, okay, the best bit of advice, and I don't necessarily take this advice myself, is that you're better off if you own a horse, you're better off not punting on it because you start to talk yeah. through a hole in your pocket when you watch a run rather than appreciating the yeah. run of the race, uh, the run of the horse, if that makes sense. So yeah, and actually I don't take that advice at all. I'm just talking to you about how I lost a fortune on a barter in the weekend. <laughs> so I don't take that advice, <laughs> but that was the best bit of advice someone gave me. So I can pass that on, but I certainly don't, I don't take it myself because I like to, I like to have a little bit of punt on them, but that would probably be it, mate. Just, I think mm. in this game as well, like it's, we all, we all have this, we want to have the fastest horse in the world, but yeah, the horse game can be a bit tough too, so we've got to take our, our wins with our losses as we go through, so it's a fun game to be a part of though, and just have fun I reckon, like every time it races, yeah. just have fun, you know, make a day of it, just sort of really mm. sort of make a big event of it, because that's, that's the idea behind it, that's a fun game, eh? I'm sure we're yeah, going to have fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna we're gonna good crew. We got a good crew involved, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped, mate. I'm pumped. We're gonna have some fun with it, enjoy it, and just watch it grow. And we're obviously sending it over to a champion trainer, so that helps. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna figure out a name now. So what? It, give us a text double eight double three. What should we call this horse? What should we call this horse? Bears and Izzy. Bears and Izzy are in it. <laughs> a couple of other blokes, a couple of good buggers from Auckland are in it. So, what, what's the name uh, of the what dam? What should we call our horse? What's the name of the dam? Do you guys know? Can you Uzali. Uzali. Oh. Uzali. So you think Uzali. Uzali. Yeah. So Uzali so is by Lonro as well. So there's, there's a little bit going on there. Um, so it is going to go. So it's, it was going to come to my place, as Izzy said. It was going to come this morning. But um, sort of just worked out. I've got fillies on the farm. It's, he's a two-year-old colt. I mean, he's quite a valuable colt as well. He's only going to be here for another uh, eight days before he cruises over to Chris Waller, where he's going to, uh, who's going to train him. So we're like, oh, we'll just leave him at Kit Brooks. He prepared him. He's fantastic horseman. So we just left him at his place. 
and then you'll get on the on the plane over to uh, over to Chris Waller. So that'll be pretty exciting for us. Hey, we got a horse with Chris yeah. Waller. <laughs> oh, how good! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Right, it is six thirty here in the morning, which up. means we're coming. <laughs> Let's get the Trudy with the news. Good morning, Trudy. With the news for Kubota. Right, together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Twenty-eight minutes away from seven o'clock Monday morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Oh, cannot wait between 7 and 8. The All Blacks State of Nation, or State of the All Blacks Nation, we'll call it you and Baz and Izzy, and we're just going to hear it. We're going to lay it all out. We're going to hash it all out. Four more 66 test All Black Israel Dag sitting there. We've got Baz there running adjudicator with weighing in some of his reckons of his own. I can't wait to hear this uh, next hour. Get ready. Get your fingers busy. Just like someone who's text. Busy is a name for one of your horses because um, and we've had a lot of that. Baz and Izzy. Busy. Getting busy. That could definitely be a lead. Speaking of horses, loveracing.nz, boys. Loveracing.nz's got everything you need. Form, reviews, previews, the lot. And it was an awesome day of racing at Tarapa. It was a tough day occasionally here and there. One of our favourite horses, Rubada, just didn't quite get it done. But the racing was good and we had two illicit. We were quite big on two illicit for our showdown bet before we spoke to Robert Wellwood and Roger James. And, and they indicated they were keeping the mare on the side of fresh, targeting the Captain Cook. So the 1400 might be a bit short. But it didn't stop the punters coming because she really did get punted in. $2.20 at starting price is a lot that a lot of the Trelawney stud runners did on the day. And she's run a really good third. Extremely good sectionals. Just looking at the market for the Captain Cook stakes, you've got her at about $3.60 or $3.80, which is short enough. But she's going to have to be a huge chance up over the mile. Show of Roses, a bit of Opie Brilliance out front, won the Dunstan Feeds Auckland Thoroughbred Breeders stakes. But for me, the run of the day, well, getting to see this mare return, well, that was special. Have a listen to this. 200 metres to go. Levante ranged up on the outside. Babylon Berlin not giving in on the inside, though. Between the two is Rockin' Horse. Levante in front. Rockin' Horse is coming after her. Levante just in front from Rockin' Horse. Oh, class prevails. Levante. Levante does it easily in the end. Second over was Rockin' Horse. Third over, Babylon Berlin. Yeah, Levante class prevails, does it easily. That fabulous meal meal for the Kelsos. Well, she kind of did it against the race pattern, so everyone knew she was going to get back, although she jumped better. So the starting price was a whopping $4.90 here. So Babylon Berlin, the cash came for her, and she ran a really good third. Rockin' horse for Sam Williams and the Lavendale stud. What a mare you've got on your hands here. Really exciting stuff. But Levante, she is a star, boys, and she was excellent proving it in the weekend. She's back and she doesn't have Avantage to run into every time this preparation in, Baz. Yeah. I love watching her run as well, mate, to be honest. There's always that sort of mystery. A little bit like Chautauqua, not the same level obviously, but um, we sort of just a back marker who just runs on and got that slight problem as well that, that doesn't always jump from the gate, so you're sort of holding your breath and if you're prepared to take that gamble on, you got 490 on the toe. I'm staggered that you got 490, Louis. 
You, do you get a bit of it? I, look, I saved on the place closer to two bucks because I just thought the price was ridiculous. But I couldn't have her to win Baz because of that. You know, she's first in this preparation, the Tarapa track pattern of the day. You needed to be on the pace. And I thought that there were a couple of really handy mares that would be in Babylon, Berlin, Vamos, Beeb. And then I thought Rock and Horse could fly, but I didn't think we'd get that close. So I was with Babylon, Berlin, then saved on the place for Levante just because of the class but she showed she she could very well be the best horse that, well probably is at that meet on Saturday I mean she was just she won the county's bold in the same fashion last year but that was a completely different track with four and a half uh, less kilograms so she's just come on she's a special special mare Izzy did you have a punt? I didn't mate but I want to commend you uh, uh, for your tip of the weekend tip of the weekend you called it just the maze in the county's cup, and you messaged me and said, "Did you get on?" And I said, "No," because I was <laughs> golfing and you were on something carrying else. on down in Queenstown. <laughs> so sorry, mate, I didn't get on. Michael McNair, five bucks too. That was your tip of the weekend, and you called it. So I didn't get it, mate. I didn't get it. I'm gutted. I had two bets. I went Rabada and Atisha, and we all know what happened there. Atisha, we all Atisha, we all yeah. fall down. Um, so yeah, horrible punting <laughs> weekend. Well, here's the good thing about Justin Mays is he the Waikato Cup. So this is the Counties Cup, which is mm. meant to be at Pukekohe, but they can't run it there. The Waikato Cup over the same distance, I'm pretty sure, is back at Tarapa in two weeks' time. And Justin Mays has won that race before. He's got it. He absolutely loves this track and that distance. He's going to be there. He's going to, you're going to have another chance. He probably won't have the same odds. Cheaper than Divorce was very favourable in the market. But Michael mm. McNabb, um, man, he is riding so well. He just tracked Danielle the whole – he found the back. When you find someone stalking the favourite, and he really did, he found the back of the horse, and Justin Mays was good enough to quicken at the right times, and then he just slingshotted her in the straight, and it was just really, really clever riding. So that no, was good to watch. Nice, I agree with you, Michael McNabb. Is right, he's riding outstandingly well, actually. Um, probably the best I've ever seen him ride, Louis. He seems just completely focused in the zone. He's obviously getting some nice rides too, but he's he's on, that's for sure. So keep on uh, keep on him if you're following Maybe you're answering hey, a call just, now. Should we give him a call? Yeah, Nabba, where are you, mate? Hey, you owe us one. <laughs> you let us down last week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Louis, what do you reckon about Levante? What do you think her best distance is moving forward? Uh, look, that's a really good question. I think they, I think the dream would be to get her to the mile, but um, I think 1,400 probably. Like, I think that the kind of the, – the, she's a kind of like right in the middle of those sprinting and, and – that, yeah, I think 1,400. I think anywhere between 1,200 and a mile. I mean, I don't – she definitely can get the mile. Um I don't know whether that would be, get the best out of her. It all depends on her manners, though, Baz, because, as you know, if you jump and put herself handy enough like she did in the weekend, then, you know, she can use that turn of foot a bit earlier on and she can really blow apart a 1,200 metres or a 1,400. But if she's going to be tardy out of the gates and she needs a while to wind up, then the mile probably suits a bit more. And I know that was always the ambition that they... Look, I think they still would love to take her to Australia, but she just you couldn't be giving away the starts like she was last prep at the end of last prep with her. But she, do you know what this does, boys? It just quickly my last last comment here: the the railway, which is one of our most famous sprint races, and it's a fantastic race. Here's the market for the railway: on Trivier, Levante, Babylon, Berlin, Vamos, Beeb, Rock and Horse, 
Sakura Blossom. Remember Sakura Blossom who flew oh. from the clouds mm. for Ben yeah. Foot? Yeah. So oh, she comes yeah. back. She, so she returns at uh, Tiaraha this weekend. Then you've got Pussy ranting some uh, Super Pursuit, Run to Perfection, Brando's even in their festivity, Mascarpone, Ocelletta, Summer Passage. The railway is red hot. It is going to be mint. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, mate. That was Louie with Love Racing up there. Yeah, awesome. good. That was a good, punchy little bit of Love Racing from you there, Louie. Of course, Love Racing, your home for everything thoroughbred racing. Visit loveracing.nz. They are racing's biggest fan. It is 6.40 in the morning. So we've got what coming up next, Izzy? We got the Quizzy Dag. Take on the Iz Master, and you could win the $50 bonus bet with the TAB and listen to someone else give you a tip rather than me right now. Call now 0800 150 Back soon. It's Quizzy Dag with Ashley and Martin. Regrow your hair. Search Ashley and Martin today. You know what time it is. It's Quizzy Dag. A quiz that keeps on giving like I skip a bass. Louie, Trudy, Kez and Joe not wants to brag. But good luck to our quizzies cause they're Satan in the bag. Oh, 800-150-811 now. Give it a go. Yeah, 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 it's that time of the morning. 6.46 a.m. and it's time for Quizzy Dag. Here we go, here we go. Chance to win $50 bonus bet voucher, courtesy of the TAB. we got Tim from Christchurch. He's up first. Good morning, Tim. How are you going, boys? Good, brother, good. How are you going? You had a good weekend? Not too bad, mate, not too bad. That's the one, that's the one. Here we go. Question number one, mate. Who did Ireland beat in their last Autumn International this morning? Argentina. Argentina. Here we go. Question number two. How many supercar championship titles does Shane Van Gisbergen have to his name now? Two. Five. Four. Ooh, yes, he does. Question number three. One of our fair, uh, one of our show favourites. Paul Cole has won his second Second squash title of 2021. Where does he now sit on the world rankings? Number two. Beautiful. You know, you know. Here we go. Question number four. How many Premier League goals does Chris Wood have to his name? Well, this is toughy. Uh, 50. Five. Oh, 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 Tim, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy's on fire. Is he going to get the? Is he going to get the whitewash? Here we go, mate. Question number five: Which women's big bash league team does White Ferns captain Sophie Devine play for? Five, four, uh, three, two, Brisbane, one. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Tim. You've done so, so well. Great effort, Tim. Great effort. Sorry, I just had to avoid a bit of a cough off here. Here we go. Uh, we got number two on. we got number two on. Mark. Good morning, Mark. Good 
again, boys. I'm, I'm just going to pass over. I can't even think of a woman's good best team, even though I've watched it. Well, have Sorry, a think boys. of some of the states in Australia and have a stab at one of those. Victoria. Let's have Victoria. a stab. Victoria. No. <clears throat> Sorry, Mark. Going to go to Zaid in Auckland. Zaid. Good morning. Is it the Perth Scorchers? It is. Winner, nice. <laughs> winner. Come, 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 come in and sweep this old. one. Oh, man, you've timed it to perfection. I know. Tim from Cross used to really well. Zaid, mate, hey, congratulations, mate. And stay tuned. We might give you another wee tip later, eh? Probably not. We're hopeless. But anyway. Congratulations, bud. There you go, Baz. <laughs> yeah, well done, Zaid. All the very best. He's just trading off a little bit of Tim's good work there, but timing's everything right. Better to be born lucky than born rich. It was Quizzy Dag and Forty by Ashley and Martin. If you're not happy with your hair loss, make today your turning point and search Ashley and Martin online. And also remember at 8 a.m. here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, we are putting the spotlight on SNZ's Wellington Frequency. The Wellington frequency there in the capital is 7.11 a.m. Yes, it is 7.11. That means that we're giving you a chance to win $711 with Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies. All you have to do is to get 10 questions right and you can nab yourself the full 711. The question, Izzy, and then take us off to a break, my friend. The question that you've given us the answer to is what? Who did David to a fight in his Year 2000 title fight. The answer is Lennox Lewis. Lennox, Lennox Lewis. Lewis. There you go. Yeah, there you Lennox go. Lewis. We'll be back <laughs> shortly with one of our favourite parts, the lovely Trudy. Can't wait to hear from the lovely Trudy. Back shortly. Yeah, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ at 6.55am. We're just couple of minutes away from Trudy and the news, but now it's time for the great Trudy's World. It's 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 Trudy's World. Morning, guys. Happy Monday. Nice to see your smiling faces. And Joe's got another collared shirt on and a wa- washed Ooh. blue with a nice cap. It's got it going on. Hey, um, we've just guys have bought a racehorse <laughs> together. You guys have bought a racehorse together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Baz and Izzy. Yeah. So we're going to try and name it, right? So that's the, I see the text coming yeah. in. Call it Busy. What about Bazrail? <laughs> you like that one? No. <laughs> Krugby? Ooh, Bazrail. I don't mind Bazrail. Bazrail's pretty what, what cool. What about just for breakfast? <laughs> Baz and Izzy, for breakfast. <laughs> there you go. You can't name a horse for breakfast. <laughs> no, that would be a bit, Oh, that no, be like, yeah, no. <laughs> very, like, very yeah. good point. Very good point. <laughs> that would be like calling it glue. But I thought Krugby, because you uh, cricket rugby. Krugby, that's, no, that's not oh, quite. Okay. And then I've come up with the ultimate horse name. We're going to call it List Days. <sighs> because your wives are freaking saints. <laughs> They are saints. <laughs> so list days. We've decided to name the horse for you. There you go. List days. Oh, list that, days. that might have to get passed in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Might um, be a little temperamental. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit up and down. Hot and cold. <laughs> might be hard to catch, yeah. you know. Oh, dear. Anyway, they put up with you two. I just, yeah, they deserve a medal. Um, and anyway, um, I'm d- I've, d- I've done something that I shouldn't have. A bit of premature... 
tree ejaculation. I have gone early and I have erected the tree before <laughs> December. Sorry, premature tree ejaculation. It's a thing. It's actually a thing. Wow. When did you do it, Trudy? On Saturday, my 10-year-old said, we've got to put the tree up. I'm like, nah, too early. Um, and then I thought, well, we can't go out. We can't go get hot chips and a cold drink down at, down at Takapuna Waterfront. So There's we a, lot the tr- <laughs> a lot to unpack here. A lot to unpack here. It's actually a thing. It's actually a, it's a proper term. Look it up. Premature tree ejaculation. It is a thing. Uh, Joe's waving his hands mm. around. Doesn't know where to look. But anyway, lockdown boredom. Tree is up. Tick. And it's really pretty. It's white and green. Daisy, we've done that. We've got ours up. Yay! We've got ours See? up. Daisy did it last week. I know. So that's why I was like, oh, yeah, we've gone early, but shit, you've gone early too. Yeah. Got to do it. The kids love it. All the lights it's flashing around and Christmas tree. And we've got the fake, because our one's a fake tree. So we've got the fake Same. candles <laughs> that make it sound like pine needle. And that's what makes it Christmassy. Hey? So do you text us yeah, if, you've yeah. do, if you've Mine's done... Mine's out of the gutter, the lads. Too. Come on, boys. Come on. Stay up. Stay in there. Joe, are you planning on doing a Christmas tree at your flat? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got a mini, like, artificial one. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're literally that big. That big, yeah. You'd have a real one at Matter Matter, wouldn't you, Baz? Uh, no. No, no. Uh, no, we've got an... we just got an artificial one, too, I think. I can't really remember. We're never normally home for Christmas. Normally sort of on the road. But Liz is good at that stuff too. Liz and Daisy are very similar like that. Yeah. Mm. Gotta be I'm sorry, I'm still Loving the Christmas. Loving the Christmas sorry. vibes. <laughs> <laughs> You're still shaking your head at me, Louis. <laughs> shaking me a little same. bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's a thing. Look yeah, it up. It's that's official. Good. It's in the dictionary. Thanks, Trudy. <laughs> Trudy's world. All right, we've got coming up, we've got the big out, the big all black out. How good is that going to be? Let's sink our teeth into. What is going on? The state of the All Blacks nation. Give us a call on 0800 150 811 on the Kennard Sire phone line and let us know what you're thinking about the All Blacks. Happy? Unhappy? Fired up? Let us know. Or send us a text as well, double eight double three. This is going to be your hour to shine, your hour to get in touch with us. It is coming up 7 o'clock in the morning. Craven him at Cafe about now. He's Trudy with the news for Kapoda. Together we're building and shaping New Zealand. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is just after 7am on Monday the 22nd of November. And Trudy's already gone a little premature on the tree ejaculation, but is erected it there in Auckland as has <laughs> Izzy down <laughs> in Hoka as well. We've got a huge hour coming up, massive hour, because we've dedicated this hour to the All Blacks. And to what is happening with the All Black side, 15 tests this year, 12 wins, 3 losses. On the surface, reads not too bad. But this is the All Blacks, and we don't lose. Mm. We win 92% of the time. We certainly don't lose two in a row, but we've lost two in a row, and we're going to have to dive a little deeper into it. So I want you to give us a call on the Kennard's High phone line, 0800 150 811, or send us a text on double eight double three. We're going to cross straight to Big Izzy. Shortly, he's going to give us a little bit of a season verdict on the ABs. Man who played 63 test matches for the All Blacks and knows the intricate environment that is the ABs and knows how they'll be feeling and also knows the expectations with, with, which come with playing with the, the black jersey. So, is let us know, mate. Talk us through the ABs. Get this text line fired up. 
Where do I start, Baz? Where do I start? And I already touched on a wee bit earlier on the show about about the All Blacks. It is unprecedented times when you have back-to-back losses. Like, I just can't even remember the last time that even happened. That is not part of 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 what All Blacks rugby is. Um, look, it's, it's crazy times, but then you, you flip on the other side, you kind of think why it's happening, and you... You break it all down, and, and you just watch France in that game, mate. They were just, they they kind of knew our shape, you know, our shape. We, we were, we've been playing the same shape for the last five, six years, even longer, playing the pods. You hit the mid pod, middle pod runner. He's got a tip option. He's got an inside option. Or he's got his pivot out the back, which is usually Richie Mwanga or, or one of the outside backs. So he can, he's got three options there. You just see France. They knew we were going to hit those, the, the middle guy. And you're gonna you you just rush up out of line. You you smash the middle guy. You smash the tip guy, and then one of the big boys just shoots out out the back and smashes our pivot out the back, so that we have no opportunity to go wide. So, look, I just feel teams they know what we're doing now. They know they they know what mm. we're doing. They 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 make us play a certain brand of footy that uh, makes us uncomfortable, puts us under pressure. They know they can't match us unstructurally. So they may, they 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 won't kick us the ball and give us counter attacking attacking opportunities. They saw once, you know, when Rico Yuani scored his try, that was just a cook play. We got a turnover, we go wide, and that's what Kiwis do. But if they keep us in structures and keep us to, to having to play our structured game, it goes a long way to to uh, teams having so much success against us. So look, I just think um, this 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 summer this summer is going to be a huge summer. Um, obviously, there's. A lot of things that need to happen over the next couple of weeks. Uh, when the All Blacks get back, they're going to go see their families. They've been away for a very long time. But if they're going to stay with these, this, this coaching group and this team, they have to have a big off-season. They have to go away and think up some innovating ideas or some structures and plays that are going to get them to go to the next level. Because right now, teams know exactly where we're going and what we're doing, and it's just too easy to defend. Um, so, yeah, look, it's just going to be a big summer, mate. Um, look, my season, look, three three losses, it's not it's not ideal. Uh, we got to see some players, some young players that we're going to potentially see uh, going forward, and they would have taken a lot of learnings going forward as well. You know, you're playing up in Europe, it's a total different environment. You're, you're playing different rugby. you got to think the North, they play a totally different brand of, of rugby, and they are big bodies too. And that's what you saw with France and Ireland, mate. They were big big units and they were physical so look our young players will go a long way to uh getting a lot of experience here we've got to see some players um but yeah it's going to be an interesting summer mate to see what happens up up in the all blacks uh nzr what kind of decisions they're making so, i know there's a lot of people already asking for for Fozzie to go and and it's it's not ideal when you have back-to-back losses but um yeah it's it's tough times for the abs Mm. And you're right, going into a summer, now they've got the whole summer where they've just got to think about it. <laughs> it's I've been yeah. involved in the cricket side of things where you go into a winter and you've come off a poor series or a poor summer and it's yep. oh, it's a long old winter isn't it? because you start just replaying yep. over the opportunities you had time and time again and everyone starts talking about it and then when you get in that really uncomfortable state where you can't do anything about it because time just has to heal the wound. Jeez, it's not it's not something we're used to with the A B side, so it's really concerning. The thing I the thing I struggle with 
is, and I'm a massive All Blacks fan, right? But mm. I heard like some of the comments that came out of yesterday's press conference, and we've got some audio clips which we'll play a little bit later on, I think, Louis. But the statistics, one thing, but the the, the conversations around, or sorry, the uh, the comments around, we're building this team, we're giving guys opportunities, we're giving them game time, some young guys. Yeah. Well, that's all well and good, but like we're not, we weren't at, in the ashes as a side, you know. Like we were at the top of the game. Like, how has that come to that stage where we need to start to have to build guys? And there's a good text here actually, which probably encapsulates it better than I do. Morning team, get rid of Foster and half of the All Blacks roster. The pride in the All Blacks jersey is lost completely, and it's because Foster is giving anyone and everyone a shot in the jersey. What happened to keeping the same side for years? We had solid inside backs for years but because we kept the same combos with Dan Carter, Conrad Smith, Ma Nono, etc. How long did they dominate the world stage? I know you need to bring young talent in, which I'm fine with, but we, but we have too many in this close to the World Cup and we still have no structure. My money won't be going on the ABs. I don't even, and don't even get me started on the Ford pack. And I can't quite read the rest of that message. Can you read it out there? Stop Louis? changing the bloody team each week. Stop changing the team. Each week, and, and pretty much just goes on to that cohesion. Bears, and and he is right. And I've I've vividly remember, I've vividly remember this. And you know, I was driving home, and and I was sitting next to, to Richie, and, and he spoke about look, look, fourteen out of the fifteen players every week when we we're playing, you can name them. You can name them. Potentially should be mm. one. And we know how important cohesion is. How important cohesion is in an environment. You're giving these players opportunities. But then I look on the other side, Bears, and I think well, you look you look at why they're making these changes. Maybe the, the players that they've been given these opportunities aren't standing up, so they're still unsure who who is is the right combination and who is the right person for that job. If you're not taking that opportunity, and they keep presenting you that opportunity, you don't want it. You don't take it. They've got to make these changes. So has anyone put their hand up? Has anyone put their hand up to say that's my jersey? That's my jersey and that's my number and I'm gonna I'm gonna own that, you know, and, that, and that's the other side of it, but that's a fair point, mate. Yeah, it is a fair point. Maybe they have given opportunities they wanted to keep consistent in selection, but guys weren't playing well mm. enough. So then, if you can't change the man, you change you change the man. I think we've got some of that audio as well. So bring it in when you got the chance, please, Louis. How do I sum up the season? Um, I said before, it's probably a year that some countries have played. In- not enough rugby because of COVID. Some have played too much. And, you know, I look at our year, we played 15 test matches. We've, you know, look at Aussie and South Africa, who are similar to us, played 14, respectively. I think they've lost seven and five tests and we've lost three. And so when I put it into context and I look at the the growth in in a bigger squad, you know, overall, I think we're making some really good progress. But the last two weeks of, um, certainly hurt and give us plenty of motivation for next year. Mm. Mm. See, is that like even What's comparing your take from there, Bez? Like we played. Yeah. Well, we played fifteen test matches, mate. Half of them are they test matches, really? They were more sort of training gallops, weren't they? Like we were winning those games mm. comfortably. We didn't even have to get out of second gear. There was there was not a whole lot going on. So I think to. To say that there's 15 out-and-out test matches is, without being disrespectful, they, there was a couple of training gallops in there. But it's more the comparison with the likes of Australia and that. Yeah. We're the All Blacks, mate. <laughs> like, like we yeah. are the ABs. What, why are we comparing ourselves to 
to the Australian side. It's not their national game. It's our national game. What do you think? Yeah, was it? <laughs> no, that just, yeah. There was a bit of deflecting there from, from Fuzzy. He's deflecting it away, trying to put put the spotlight on Australia and, and South Africa. And yes, the All Blacks, they, they get held a lot, a bit more of a loft than other teams. There's so much pressure and expectations on them. But that's just part of the blackness, the jersey, the silver fern. That, that's, you walk towards that. You walk towards that. And I just felt like he was shying away there and, and maybe looking for a wee, wee little pat on the back or something like that, you know? It's... um. Yeah, it was, it was fascinating comments from, from Fozzie. Um, it's justification. And we've got a few texts coming. Give us a call as well. Give us a call on the Kennards Hire phone line, 0800 150 811. If you've got any questions for myself and Baz, let us know, because we've got a good question here. Thoughts on leadership. With Baz captaining, you knew he was someone who grabbed the bulls by the horns. Whitelock, great player, but when I see Artie Sevilla doing all the talking in the huddles with Whitelock and Kane watching and listening, I wonder. That is from Dino. That's from Dino. Thoughts on that, Baz? Yeah, I think I made mention of it last week. And again, I don't know the intricacies of of an All Blacks environment, how things work there. I, I trust. I I love a lot of those players, and and I know a couple of them, um, and and the likes of Gilbert and Oka and that, um, and I sort of know how they work. But to me, you need a, a pretty clear chain of command when it comes to leadership, especially in a a sporting team um, you need someone who is in charge who who's able to shape and guide the direction of the side and and that's not that's not necessarily um, all the time that they have to do that but when mm. when the game is on the line when the moment calls it not all moments in time are equal right especially in sport that's when you want your leader to stand up that's when you want him to go right all the rest of you shut up this is what we're yeah. doing this is the direction that we're going, follow me. And that's what you want from your leader in those times. And I think we had that with Kieran Reid, Richie McCaw in particular. And and I know in, in cricketing terms as well, we've got that with Kane Williamson. It's good to build leadership around the captain, but I, to me, I like an environment yep. where your captain is at the very, very forefront of those decisions when, when, the, when the moment comes. And I just wonder if, that's, if that is the case now. I'm not sure. You you know it better than I do. Um. Yeah. Look, we know it's an interesting names. one. It's an interesting one. Yeah. Look, uh, I like Sam Whitlock. I love what he's about. He's, he's probably one of my you know favorite leaders. He leads a lot differently. He's not gonna. Look, I don't think he's gonna put a hell of a lot of pressure on you and and get get up and get angry and, and you know stand over you and say this is how it is. But he's got an ability to be able to connect with everyone. If we maybe we do need a leader, I think when Richie was there, man, he was uncompromising as they come. It was his way or the highway. You listen and you listen here, and this is what we're doing. And when the pressure's on, you know, when the pressure's right on the All Blacks, he's, his ability to stay calm, stay in sync, make good decisions and make good calls and get everyone's attention when you're in that huddle. There's a the thing, like when you're in a huddle, you, you feel like everyone's there. But not everyone's mm. there, you know. People are drifting off and looking up at the at the mm. French flags up in the stands. And but his ability to really get your attention and make you connect, the way he went about it, his wording, have really just you know got you on your toes. Maybe there's a bit of that, you know, going around. So look, it's 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 fascinating times. And we spoke about it, the leadership last week, Bez, and and there is probably a, a a big disconnect of of where the leaders are at, you know, from when I was playing back in the day to probably now. Um, I think 
long term, they're going to be better off for it. But right now, it's um, it's interesting times. But then, you know, a lot of the you, go, you just you have to dig a bit deeper, and and then you look at uh, the the coaches. We got a caller on the line. I'm going to get to Chris really shortly, but you look at the the coaching, and you think. You know, how they're playing, some of the things that they're doing on the field, like that is a part of the, the coaching game plan. And, and then I look at the start of the game, mate, and and this is your heart. This is the heart. The All Blacks forward pack is the heart. That is, If you attack the heart and you get you beat that heart, it goes a long way to win their game. France France scored two rolling more tries. Two rolling mm. more tries. Set-piece tries, mate. And I know for a fact that forwards hate that. The people score tries, rolling more tries. And France were able to to attack the heart and get in there, that just went a long way to, to getting the success on the weekend. But we're going to cross over to Chris from Christchurch. Morning, Chris. You want to talk a bit of All Blacks? Oh, what's up, bro? Um, just a question. Hey, other than Sevier and the reserve hooker, I can't remember his name, do we have any other runners? Because I've seen that French lock, that Wookiee, is it? And he was just, they were yeah, just smoking man. us. We've got no runners yeah. other than that little period in the second half where we smacked it up the middle, pick and go. We don't, yep. I don't know, I think Whitelock and Rotella could come to the end. Whitelock mainly, mm. but who knows. Yep. Oh, yeah, good day, boys. Sonny, Catch Sonny, Yeah, thank you. There you go. Have we got any yeah. other runners apart from Savia and Samasoni Tokyaho? Look, we have got um, Akira Iwani. Akira Iwani, he's a big runner, um, but he just got shut out of the game. But the thing is, mate, you look at Argi Savia on the weekend, he always breaks tackles. He always breaks that first tackle. His leg drive is outstanding. He always gets over the advantage line. Even he was getting pumped. Getting smacked mm. and just, he was trying to fight it out, mate. And they were taking him backwards three or four metres, you know. So, just hats off to the French, man. They just, they just got up, double shoulder us and absolutely smacked us. Um, that Samasoni Takiaho, when he came on, he was outstanding. That was an interesting selection for me but like we said earlier on non bears um if no one's going to do the job and, and and really put a stamp on that jersey then a young girl, guy like samasoni takiaho who wasn't even in the picture start of the year halfway year came in for an injury concussion injury for um uh almoa yeah yeah it's uh it's it's crazy times but we've got a, we've got a few more keep calling 0800 150 811 got another text we'll quickly read off um Bears, when the game was on the line yesterday, they took Whitelock off just when we were running over them. So they took Whitelock off just when they were running over them. Vai came on. Um, I don't think that was a part of it. I don't, yeah. Well, there's a part of a bit of leadership. They're gone, Bears. Thoughts? Oh, I guess, uh, yeah. Mate, I, I guess another thing is like, see, one, the, the drums are beating, right, for, for Razor. The mm. drums are beating. But what would Razor bring yeah. in? That's something we can get to on the other side of this because, hey, maybe if he's got the same players, it's fresh ideas, or does he bring new players in? It's a fascinating topic. But we'll, we'll, keep, cho- mm. we'll keep chatting anyway. We've got plenty to talk about. The text machine is heating up big time as well. Gee, the All Blacks. We just love the All Blacks, don't we? And we're hurting. Everyone's hurting at the moment. But Izzy's got some answers for us, so we'll come back shortly. It's 7.20 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 25 past 7 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Remember, just after 8 a.m., we're going to put the spotlight on the capital. SCNZ's Wellington Frequency, 7.11 a.m. 
going to give you the chance to win 711 bucks with Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies. All you have to do is get 10 questions right for the whole cigar. Simple. The answer to that question is Lennox Lewis. Don't even need the, you don't even need the question. Just the answer. Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Okay? Simple. Write that one down, because when Izzy asks you, you want to have that first question, otherwise it all falls flat, <laughs> and that sucks. Anyway, we've got Sam on the line, on the Kennard Sire phone line. Uh, good morning, Sam. You want to talk some All Blacks from Nelson there? Yeah, cool, boys. Uh, yeah, just um, I, I think we need to look, look at how good the other teams are becoming compared to, mm. you know, um, I mean, France only had 43% of possession, and look what they've done. Yeah, just, I, I just mm-hmm. think the other teams have caught up so much now, and actually overtaken the All Blacks that this could actually be the new normal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm. yeah. I, I just don't yeah. know if we've stepped up and improved where mm. other team other teams have really caught up and overtaken. And I think it started uh, with that loss to England in the World Cup last year, a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah. No, I know where you're coming from, mate. I love that. I love that. And that's I think that's the thing we were coming to. All Blacks have always been proactive with how they've always been a, a step ahead of the game. They've always been redefining, reshaping the game. They bought the structures and the, yeah. the pods in, mate, but I think we've been we've just taken a wee standstill. We, we haven't been innovative with our thinking and, and trying to redefine right. the game, and, and that's how these teams have been able to catch up, and um, that's, you know, yeah. and, to, and actually Absolutely. overtake like us. I, now they are. They are. Like, this could be yeah. the new normal. Like, we looked pretty, pretty pedestrian mm. uh, yesterday morning, I've got to say, and... I don't know. I just had that vibe mm. from the outset that France were going to win that game. But just, you know, I, th- I think deep down, I think a lot of us actually knew that. Do you reckon? So, I, didn't pick, I looked I didn't at the two on the though. I think we all knew. I think points. deep down, we knew that we weren't yeah. going to win that game. Mm. Yeah. So, we, we brought this up the other day. So, we're used to the complete dominance of the All Blacks, right? So do we have to shift our mentality to now accepting that we're going to lose a lot more games but trying to peak for World Cups? Is that an acceptable mindset to have for our national team? you think so? Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm quite pleased that we're not going to play England this weekend because I think we would have got done as well. You know what I mean? Like, I just think, yeah, like we are not going to win every game now, especially in that Northern mm. Hemisphere. Like, they are tough, bro. And, you know, with the crowds mm. and stuff behind them, like, mate, I don't know. Like, I think we've, we've kind of lost the aura a bit. It's, you know, mm. I just think it's not like it was. All right, mate, quick question before we let you go. Were you happy to see Fozzie give him a chance to go through the World Cup or would you like to see what Manchester United have done and, Swap their coach out and midway through a season. Well, what would you want? What, what do you want, mate? Absolutely. I, I, I didn't want him there in the first place. So I'd definitely get rid of him. Absolutely. I wanted Scott Robertson from the start. But, uh, yeah, I think, mate, we can't. What, what are we going to do? Another year of losses like this and then into the World Cup like that? Nah, I'd rather get rid of him now and let's get someone else in. Okay. Beautiful. Cool. Thank you, Sam, for your nice call down there in Nelson on 9.90 a.m. We really appreciate it, mate. Strong statements. And there's lots of strong statements coming through on the text line as well. This one here, it's not just three losses. They also won games from individual brilliance, not from a good game plan. Fascinating chat. Lack of game plan, lack of leadership and ideas. Ian Foster needs to go. Just nothing gets 
Kiwis up and about more than the ABs going down, eh? Nothing does. Mm. And a good old coach sort of warfare as well, you know? All those in the camp of Scott Robinson early on, they feel vindicated now with the performance of the ABs. But there will still be a lot of Foster fans out there too. So, oh, mm. crikey. Up and about the country. It's just flooding in. I heard that one that none of the assistant coaches have recommitted. Would you bring the likes of Robertson, McDonald, Schmidt in the mix now, but keep Foster as head coach? Can you see this work, or would egos prevent this? That's from no. GD. Can't no, do that, eh? No way. No way Razor's going in there to sit in the back. No way. And that's the whole part of it. I think, uh, from what I'm hearing, I think Foster uh, went down that channel, but Razor, Razor wants to... Razor wants to drive the bus, Baz. <laughs> oh, someone's got to drive it. He's got to drive it a bit quicker and a bit straighter than it's been driven at the moment. But it's 7.30 here in the morning here on Baz's for breakfast. We've got plenty more coming up. But for now, it's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's 28 minutes away from 8 o'clock and the Kennard Hire phone line 0800 150 811 is running hot. So boys, let me rip out a Choices Flooring Monday poll every time this week. Choices Flooring Floors for Living catalogue is out now. And I've kind of got a head start on this poll because I put it up last night and it's a question I'm really fascinated about and you blokes just segued into it. Foster, Robertson, the coaching situation. We know he's been re-signed. So I'm curious to know from you, on double eight double three at the Bears and Izzy for Breakfast Twitter page, do you think New Zealand rugby truly still believe Ian Foster is the best mean to le- man to lead this side? Because we've all got our opinions, but the fact of the matter is that they re-signed him through to the World Cup for certainty purposes. So at that stage, the decision makers at New Zealand Rugby did truly believe he was the best man to lead this side. What do you think now with the hindsight of a Springbok series and a Northern Tour where we have fallen to our worst season since 2009? These are facts. This is all factual. We all watched and saw what happened. Do you think New Zealand rugby, in their heart of hearts, still believe Ian Foster is the best man to lead this side? It's an interesting question if you think about it too much, so don't do your head in. Baz, I'll start with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, mate. I, I don't actually know. But what I would say is that I'm very concerned about the direction that we've trended because we had market um, dominance and the beauty of New Zealand and the beauty of the All Blacks is have always been out front, uh, they're more innovative, they're, they're just better. Everything about them is better, and the rest of the world has been trying to catch up. Now, in the space of 12 months, we've fallen off, well, not fallen off a cliff, but we've we've come back to the pack, and whether that's the pack is increasing its speed or whether we're, we're um, coming back to the pack at speed, I'm not really sure, but it's concerning. So something has to change. Um, the methods have to change or the man has to change, so... I know it's a difficult, really difficult one for you, is because I know Fozzie gave you the most amount of chances as a player, so you got a lot mm-hmm. of affection towards him as a coach, and 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 that yeah. puts it in a, in a really tough situation for you. It, it just, I don't know. I I see something in 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 Razor Robertson, which I just really yeah. I'd like to sort of get him behind. Doesn't mean that Ian Foster's not a good dude as well, um, but. 
don't know, the way we're playing mm. it, it looks like to me something needs to change. But what do you think? Yeah, look, it depends. Oh, look, I, I, I do I do appreciate it. Like, uh, it's, it's hard for me to do these things, you know, because like, this is my team. I love the All Blacks. I love what they're about, and I want to see them do well. And Fozzie and Ellis gave me a lot of opportunities. But then, look, I've been coached by uh, by Razor, mate, and he was outstanding. I'll, I'll be honest with it. He was one of, probably my favourite coach because he has the ability to get the best out of me, make it enjoyable, his ideas, his ability to run an environment. you got to understand, like, environment and culture is a big part to why teams are so successful. If you've got an environment and a culture that's pretty stale and, and, and plain, it's going to be pretty boring, and that's why you play a little bit boring too. So I think they just need a bit of a spark in there. Well, they need a bit of a spark. Mm. We got – oh, no, he's gone. He's gone, but um, the other thing I wanna, hard. The other thing I mm. – the other thing is, I guess, like, if you had seen maybe Foster over a long, distinguished career being really successful, then you sit there and go, okay, he'll come right because his methods work. But I'm not really sure we've ever seen that. <laughs> have, I mean, yeah. have we, has that been a bit harsh? Um, no, nah, no. Nah. I think that's fair summation, mate. I think, I think you're onto it, and, and it's... Look, I had one question mark. I had one question mark when I love Foster and I love what he's about, mate. And uh, when he, when I was in there, uh, we had some pretty amazing players around us. So it was, you know, the Martin Ornus, Conrad Smith. But one question mark I had was when the going gets tough, when the going gets tough and Steve Hansen ripped my head off, mate, I listened. I stood up and I was like, on the edge of my seat and I was like, they're going, oh, yes, sorry, mate. Man, he was scary, you know. He just had that ability to... To hold you accountable. My only little question mark, mate, was I just don't know if, if, if the times are going tough and Foster had to really step up and stamp his foot down. Would it scare me? Probably not. Probably not, you know? Mm. And that was my only question mark. When you need to hold players accountable and you have to put the foot down and you have to make those hard decisions, would I be scared and, and would, it, would it, you know, scare me? No, probably not. And that was my only question mark about it, mate, that... that the inclusion mm. with Foster as head coach. Mm. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I was getting from that the audio that Louis played before out of the press conference. It's mm. kind of like it's a bit nice. Yeah. Like I like a gruff, grumpy old All Blacks coach or someone who's just got something a little bit quirky about him. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, and even the fact after the game, you say sort of like patting all the boys on the back and smiling. So I don't really want to see that. I want to see my sort of AB's coach with a stern look on his face saying, well, that wasn't acceptable. We just got our, our backsides handed to us by a team which we mm. sh should have expectations of beating. So, look, there's, here's a message from Adam through on the on the text line, double eight, double three. Boys, what success as the head coach has Foster really had, uh, the point that I was sort of trying to allude to before. Assistant... In those Chiefs wins, assistant behind Hanson, like him or hate him, Razor gets his teams up mentally with an international, which at international level seems to be the critical part. As I could see our Spurs got up this morning. Here, here, Adam. Good man. Eh? It's nice to have a little bit of sporting <laughs> success over the, week, over the weekend. We were a bit dry on it, so we'll take anything we can get. Good on you, Spurs. But yeah, we're firing up Look again, aren't we? Bears. We've got plenty going on. Look at our greatest performing team. Sorry, Bears. Richie, Rito, Fleming, McCullum, Williamson, Corpoa. The list goes on. Everyone knew who our general was. Everyone knew who our general was. No fear uh, and, and would do anything to get the job done for them. There's no fear in our Fords. Lots, lost too many matches. Mm. Hey? 
Yeah. Need yeah, a look, well, we can pick that one up in a... <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if, if that would be a good idea, but no, I think we we're <laughs> we're all sort of dancing around a similar point, and this is why. I mean, it's just so much affection for the All Blacks, right? We just have such high expectations, and and that is what it is because it's our national team, it's our national sport. It's something that every time you, mate, you're born and you want to be an All Black. That's that's mm. what it is in this yeah. country. So therefore, you know, when we get beat and when we see our team starting to retreat rather than continue to dominate and innovate and do, and be the world's best, it hurts us. And that's someone who hasn't even yeah. played. So I can only imagine how your feeling <laughs> is. And, and I think you're doing your absolute best job to not be too critical, but also being completely honest. So you're doing fabulous, my friend. We'll keep picking this up on the other side. Why don't we chat on the other side? Let's get to the heart and to the meaty part. Who wants Razor in? Well, maybe it's even Jamie Joe and downtown Tony Brown. What about that for a shout? Let's see what happens when we come back on the other side at 6, 7.40 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast back soon. Yes, it is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is 7.45 in the morning, and the All Blacks have lost again, so that has got everyone fired up. So and we are getting the text line on double eight double three lit up. The phone lines are the Kennard High phone line on 0800-150-811 is running hot as well. We've got Lyndon on the phone right now. We might cross over and chat some ABs with Lyndon. Good morning, Lyndon. Hey guys, how's it going? Good mate. Good what London. do you got for what us? What do you got for us, bud? Uh, yeah, I mean I was real surprised that. I mean, Fozzie got the job in the first place, but to um, to sign him on again definitely a shame. I think that we should have gone down the route of of someone new to take us through the next decade or so, and I think definitely Razor should be the man for the job. I mean, you know, the Crusaders, the fantastic team they are. I mean, they went through a rut. Blackadder couldn't get a couldn't get a title. He comes along, gets Hamney on the bounce. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at all the young super sides at the moment, well, young coach super sides. I'm a blue supporter, but I mean, would be turned around the last couple of years from just kind of changing Donald. I mean, you know, I just think you need new ideas and they get rid of the old boys network and just to build the old head and bust the same old stuff. School's going the same way. I think sometimes you need... Oh, so you're breaking up a wee bit there, babe, Lyndon, but you had your spot on there. It was, it was pretty... Yeah, it was interesting. Obviously, I knew this tour was going to be the defining moment. I said it a couple of weeks ago. We'll definitely have an understanding of where this team's at. We're playing two quality sides, Ireland, France. So when they signed Fozzie on for an extension before the tour, it was interesting. It was a bit of an interesting one. But not being coached by Fraser and Leon, and I can understand why the Blues are going so good, mate. You've got, you're onto an absolute champion. You're onto an absolute winner there with Leon McDonald. His innovative mind, mate, if you want someone that's innovating... Leon McDonald is innovating with how he sees rugby, with how he plays rugby. He was a fullback, so his ability when when I was coached with him was, uh, man, he just, yeah, he was just so, so good. And he's always thinking ahead of the game. He's always changing the game. So someone like Leon McDonald as well. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty interesting times at the moment, Bears. And we're going we're gonna to read a few texts because the text line has been heating up. Here we go. We're going to go to Brendan. The All Blacks set up. On and off the field has been an old boys club. Get some younger, fresh-minded involvement in there who are attacking and bring people back to the game. There you go. That's from Brendan. And he's, yeah, look, <clears throat> I'll be honest. Like, there's, 
it's probably been the same for about probably 12 to, to 13 years. There's a lot of, a lot of voices in there. And I, we spoke about earlier, Baz, with, with the environment and the culture. And, and when you have an environment that's, you know, you've been on tour for, what, 12 to 14 weeks away on the team, same environment, same voices, it can get pretty pretty stale, you know, when you're hearing the same things. Um, so maybe they just need a, a big old refurb. Room. Yeah, a good old sweep. Mm. But you brought mm. up a good point. Like, it was quite a bizarre decision for NZ Rugby to appoint Foster for as long as he did. I'll tell you something as a coach is as well. And I'm and when you coach, I was coaching Kolkata over in the IPL, and it's volatile. Yep. Okay, that, that's yep. you must plan as if you're going to live forever, but you have to live as if you'll die tomorrow in the game. If that makes sense, so. Yes, you've got yep. to look forward and think about the long term and how you're trying to try and shape your side so that you can have long-term sustainable success. But you've also got, also got to find a way to be able to get the results in the here and the now, right? Especially if you've got market dominance, which is exactly what the ABs had when when um, Foster took over. So then the question I have is, what's the brief he's been given? Was his brief that when he signed on for the job, with them giving him a long-term deal and re-signing him, maybe the, the, the big dogs at NZ Rugby said, you know what, we know we're going to lose a few along the way, but we want you to build this team for the next 10 years by starting to put in your formulas and situations. So, so maybe we need to hear from some more people at the NZ Rugby rather than just having to lay blame at Ian Foster's feet too. You know what I mean? I think... I think their phones will be going hot today. I think their phones will be going hot. They'll be going straight to the media manager and he'll be siding it off, mate. But yeah, you're right. And someone needs to come on and, and, and be held accountable and, and give us some little background on to why the things have, have happened the way they have and a bit more of an understanding. But then you look at the other side, mate, and you, we all love Razor. And I'm vocal about Razor and his ability and to, to really stimulate an environment, to make it enjoyable, give you a purpose of why you're doing things. But then you look on the other side, there might be a reason in the background why he hasn't even been given an opportunity or given the chance to, to be able to coach the All Blacks. There might be something there and underlying factors that we don't know. Is it is it the mm. the whole mantra around the All Blacks jersey and the All Blacks team, how much mana and respect it has? Does a person with Razor's personality and with how he carries on and how he really expresses himself out there, is, is that... Not the All Blacks way. You know, is that something that mm. the, the NZR are probably shying away from? They don't want that person that's going to dance around and do something differently. And I look at that and think, maybe not. But then I look at some of the things happening, and there was a question there about the, the All Blacks boots. You weren't allowed to wear anything but black when you are in the Ford pack for the All Blacks. You, you, you got colours on those boots? You're off. Get out of there. Liam Messam, don't bring those colour boots here, mate. Get the black ones on and... And that's how we carry on. And then on the other of it, you know, um, yeah, I follow a few of the, a few of the lads on the, on the social media, see a few things going on. I'm like, man, Richie would yeah. never, ever let that happen in there, you know? That's a good point. I want to pick up on that after this break as well because I think there's, it's a different environment as well and it's a different era with, with new, well, society's yep. different and maybe that's sort of creeping into that as well. So let's chat about that. Surely it's 7.52 here in the morning on Bads and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Back very soon. It is 7.57 yeah, in the morning. We're coming breakfast. up to... Oh, 
Oh, I'll go. <laughs> and we're coming up to 8 a.m. in the morning. Oh, well, it's got us a bit confused as well. We've, we've gone off a bit early, but that's okay. Uh, Izzy, I just want to pick up on something before we head into the news. Um, what you said then just before really sort of struck a chord with me because you're, you're a man with a big personality. Like you're, you're a colourful mm. dude. You know, you you sort of always had a big personality, fun to be around, etc. But, like, you, you're happy to... You sign on to be a part of the All Blacks environment. You have to uphold certain things, right? Is that is that fair? You have mm. to conform yeah. to certain things? Yeah. Like, they're, they're, yeah. Like a... It is different today to what when I was in there, and that's okay. But the number one defining factor is you're in the All Blacks. You're, 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 that team is it's, it's got so much history and players that have gone before, and you, and you never got to lose sight of that. You never got to lose the fact that you're representing the All Blacks. You're in a team. Never lose your personality. Bring who you are. Express yourself. But there's always underlying factors. No one is bigger than the team. No one is bigger than the All Blacks jersey. And that's the number one line factor. No one is bigger than that, and that's why you're, you're there. And and look, we, you don't want to lose yourself and who you are as a person, but you just got to keep bringing it back that you're playing and you're part of a team that has so much history and so much respect, and you never ever lose sight of that. So that's that's the thing that I, I just you know maybe just seen a few things slipping a little bit, you know, that potentially hasn't been picked up on. So yeah. Mm. If you want the shiz, you got to do the biz, eh? That's ultimately yep. you want the shiz? what we're in the job for. Otherwise, someone else will do it. Um, right, we're going to talk heaps more of rugby as well in the next hour. We've still got plenty more good content to come for you. We've got Clayton McMillan coming up, the Chiefs head coach. We've got Jack Goodhue later on. And Izzy's also going to talk some more footy for us as well. So fantastic. You guys are really up and about. We've got so many texts we want to get through in the next hour as well. And give us a call. If you need to, on the Kennard's High phone line, 0800-150-811. Member Baz and Izzy's Frequencies quiz is up after the news. Call now. We're taking call at number five today. So make sure you call now. You can win $711 to represent 7-11am there in the capital. We are off to track down some McCafe coffees right now. That means we've got Trudy coming up very shortly as well. She's going to give us the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. What an hour. What a great hour. Thank you to all our texters, our callers. Keep them coming through, and we'll get to those throughout this next hour as we carry on with the All Blacks chat. The All Blacks chat. I've got a great text message here from Doug in Invercargill. The All Blacks have always taken pride at being world-leading and other teams followed them. The game plan has been stale for the last two years and isn't getting any better. That is the facts. That is the facts. That is from Doug. Remember, Cargill, thank you, Doug, for the text messages. Keep them coming through. We've got a lot to get through through this next hour. We'll do our best. But right now, we got coming up, we've got Clayton McMillan. Super Rugby squads have been announced. They're announced shortly in about 15 minutes, and we're going to get to Clayton McMillan at about 20 past eight to chat to him about the Chiefs. And wow, someone that's doing great things for the Chiefs and turned their form around and got, had, had an outstanding season last year was Clayton McMillan with the Chiefs. So we're going to have a chat to him, and then we got Jack Goodhue. Good old Jack Goodhue, the wonderful Jack Goodhue. He's going to come back and hit the ground running after a big 
major knee surgery. So looking forward to chatting to him. But right now it's Bears and Izzy's Radio Frequencies. Bears and Izzy's Radio Frequencies. It's Bears and Izzy's Radio Frequencies. Walks real yeah, this time of the morning. Last week was 14.76 a.m. Our Auckland frequency. Now we're representing our Wellington frequencies. 7.11 a.m. And caller number five is James. Well done, brother. Good morning. Morning, boys. Yeah, James, brother. How you doing? Yeah, not bad, bro. It's a Monday, so, you know, start of the week. Keep this economy moving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep this economy moving, brother. Ah, it's a Monday. It's a tough Monday, but it's the, the text machine and Get the calls have been flying through, mate. You're going to make some money because we lost a wee bit on the weekend on the punt. But anyway, mate, you know what time it is. It is Bears and Izzy's Radio Frequencies. You got through. The spotlight this week is on Wellington's Frequencies, 7.11am. Because of that frequency number, we're giving you, James, the chance to win 711 bucks, bro. All we have to do is answer these 10 questions correctly. Now, I hope you're listening to... Kirsty, B, Smithy and Staffy, they gave you half the answers. Get all 10, that's all yours, brother. You get one, you get $7.11. How good? Oh, yeah, I've listened as much as I could, bro. Yeah. I'm in and out of the truck, boys, so... All good, brother. All good. I hope you got the first question and answer. Here we go. Question number one. Who did David Tua fight for the World Heavyweight title in 2000? Uh, Leonard Stoss. Yeah, bye. Off the mark. There you go. $7.11. Here we go. All right. Question number two. In cricket, how many runs are scored if the ball hits a fielder's helmet? None. James. James. Yeah. James. Bears will give you the answer. <laughs> well, Bears will give you the, the answer. Only thing, the only thing, the only thing with that is there's a slight technicality. Because if the helmet is on the fielder's head, then it's none. If the helmet is not on the fielder's head and it sits behind the keeper, it's five. Either we give it either we give it to James. Okay. So we yeah, okay, so there's a there's a little technicality there, Ben. Should we give it to him? You wanna give it to him, Skip? Give you it to give him, it to him We're generous. Okay. All that's lost. We're yeah, gonna check yeah. it there, there you go, bro. It's your feeling we're feeling generous today. Here we go. Here we go. Hopefully we don't get muddled up. Who ripped this? Don't worry, we'll go we'll go rip out keys after this. Don't worry. Uh question number three. Question number three. Which Argentinian driver? Dominate the first decade of the Formula One. Oh, mate. Five. Four. Three. Pass, next question. Two. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, next question? What do you mean? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, bro, do you want to hear the good news? Yeah. Any the good news? You yeah. won fourteen dollars yeah. and twenty-two cents, bro. Fourteen dollars and twenty-two cents. <laughs> oh, What's well, that? That's about that's five minutes of work for you, eh? 
Yeah, that's it. Oh, good man. Oh, good brother. Hey, thanks very much for calling, James. Appreciate it, bro. For the opportunity, boys. There you go. That was that was James for Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies. Baz, just we gave him a technicality. I love that from you, Baz, because maybe the 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 wording (laughs) and the questioning, the wording and the question wasn't really quite spot on. I love how you've just come over the top there and just really. Made a we real good like leadership decision. We wanted to look after. That's him, leadership, mate. isn't it? Is that leadership? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I'm just going to stand up for the quiz here because the, the the question does read how many runs are scored if the ball hits a fielder's helmet. So, <laughs> yeah, but a fielder yeah. could have the yeah, helmet so on, in which case there's none. Close. Right, I see what you're saying. So yeah, okay, all right. I thought you were trying to if say that if, if it hits the, the batsman, and I was thinking, oh, <laughs> no, I'm with you now. So it's, it's say we're at kind of short leg or something, we just cop one on the head. You, know? you can run on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're right. right in that position yeah, where you, you, you put yeah, no you run. put the rookie. Nah, play on you know, that one where you put the rookie right there. You say, "Hey, brave mate, stand there," <laughs> and I'll drop I'll one in what, short. Bro? I tell you what's leadership. Yeah. You get in the you get in there as captain yourself. That's what's leadership, brother. We'll take on the hard oh. job. Right, <laughs> it is time now for us to cross over. We got Paulie Mwati or what? We're working Where's on Paulie. Him. We're working yeah. on him. Snoozing. Paulie's snoozing. He's got that much of our cash from the weekend that he's just decided to swim around his own bed in it, and rather than answering the phone here on Baz mm. Izzy for breakfast, hey, that'd be right. Because it is time for our TAB luck. Live update as well. So where is he? Otherwise, we're going to get Pip on the phone. He'll be there. He, he will be there. There's plenty of good texts to lean on in the in the meantime. There's a great one here from Jordan who kind of hit the nail on the head when Izzy was talking about the boots. I don't know who brought up the black boots, but that's always an absolute crowd favourite. And Jordan's come in here, is he? He has. He said when, when Richie was a captain, every player wore black boots. Nowadays, you see every colour out there. Yesterday, the All Blacks gave away... The same penalty by two different players, a player crawling forward after being tackled in attacking positions. They are lacking leadership with how many other different leaders this year and discipline has gone. On a secondary note, every time there is an all-black loss, it boosts feedback on talkback tenfold. <laughs> that is from Jordan. He is right because the talkback and the text line has been flying. Anyway, we've got Paulie. We've got Paulie Bears. We have, we have. Just one thing before we get to Paulie as well. There's a text on there saying, has an All Blacks coach ever been sacked? I think the answer to that is no. So we're, it may be unprecedented times if it was to unfold. But let's see. We have time for a TAB Live update. Bet live on your favourite sports with the TAB app today. Paulie Mawati, we're just struggling, struggling to track you down. You're swimming around in Izzy and Baz's cash from the weekend, are you? <laughs> <laughs> to be, I'm, I'm having a look through the books and um, I'm just trying to find some sunshine for punters and, and there's not a lot to be fair, especially around that All Blacks French Test match. There were some clever punters though who saw uh, that the French were, were going to be up for this one. Um, if we look at the winning team in margin book, uh, the biggest winning bet we had there was a $1,000 bet on France to win by 13 and over at $6. And that was taken wow. at 10.30 in the morning yesterday. So that was live. Um, it, that would have been around about the time when the All Blacks had struck back, and I think they were just behind by about two points. So, yeah, someone thought, oh, 
Now, the French are still going to run away with this one. So, yeah, a $1,000 bet at $6 on France to win by 13 and over. In the head-to-head book, um, the biggest bet on France was a $10,000 bet uh, on the French to win at $1.28. And that one was placed at around uh, 9.30. Uh, so half an hour into the match or so. Um, so there were some punters who, wow. who had a bit of a click, but I can tell you what, boy, there was there was a lot of confidence, or I don't know if it was confidence, or maybe it was just uh, punters wanted to see the All Blacks finish the season on a high, and they put their money uh, behind that. Unfortunately, uh, they, they, the All Blacks just didn't come through. The, um, the French thoroughly well, deserved so just, their win. And... So based on that, like the TAB's lights, they're on full beam this week then, right? Just coffers <laughs> full, stacked to the brim. All Blacks get beat, just, they are just flashing lights. Is that fair? Plenty of cash well, the TAB. Well, yeah, I think you guys were talking about uh, a Sharrock runner on Friday that had been backed in from, uh, I think, around 7 or $8 uh, into... Oh, I can't remember what it um, started Two, at now. 2.30 or thereabouts, Paul. That, that, that is a huge move. Um, so, uh, so you're all I getting Christmas Pike, bonuses. Yeah, yeah, right. I think Tony Pike <laughs> saved us that time. <laughs> uh, what do you got for us today then, Paulie? All right, uh, today, uh, where are we? The 22nd. Uh, we've got a $10,000 guaranteed terminating pick six at the Palmy North Dogs. Uh, we've also got an American football uh, bonus back promotion on today's LA Chargers Pittsburgh Steelers game. Um, what have we got there? The Chargers are. As a page come, they're a dollar thirty-five to win that match. The Steelers at three dollars. Uh, the most popular selection in the winning team and margin option in that match uh, has been the LA Chargers. Uh, to win by 14 or more, that's paying 2.92 at the moment. Um, so yeah, there's a few things for you boys to get on. Beautiful, mm. thank you, Paulie Moati. Yeah. Go and enjoy swimming around in your cash, my friend. Much appreciated. <laughs> Rabada was also backed in from 7:50 to 3:30, so you got plenty there as well. <laughs> it's it's even more sweeter knowing it came from your pocket and Izzy's pocket. <laughs> All right, thank you, Paulie Moati yeah. from the TAB Promotions and Player Hundreds of Sports Markets to choose from. You're a legend, Paulie. Visit tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly. R18. We have got coming back on the other side Clayton McMillan, the Chiefs head coach on their Super Rugby squad. Look forward to getting into that. The Spaz Nizzy breakfast. Big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Super Rugby sides have been named for the 2022 season which will be the first year of the Super Rugby Pacific competition with the involvement of Moana Pacifica and Fiji Drua. Clayton McMillan is the head coach of the Chiefs and he's been good enough to join us this morning. Morena, Clayton. Morena, Morena, how are you? I'm good, mate. Hey, uh, just been announced, your squad. I'm looking through, there's some uh, exciting uh, talent that's just been named. You've got Tyrone Thompson from Wellington. He's been very good. Are you happy with the all-round makeup of the squad, mate? Yeah, obviously it's a it's a long sort of process to get to the stage where you mm. can name your squad, Izzy, and uh, we were really happy with the improvements that we made uh, in the most recent um, Super Rugby season. So 
you know, establishing some continuity was probably uh, right at the forefront of our thinking when putting this squad together, but also, you know, wanting to reward um, some of the talent that's been um, on show through the NPC. Mate, when we uh, kind of 100% sorted, like, was there any late latecomers from, from what you saw in the NPC that you kind of think, mate, that, that fits my squad, that fits what we're about and we're trying to do? Was When were you kind of 100% certain that you had the squad that was ready to be announced today? Well, to be fair, you know, a good portion of our 38-man squad was locked in quite early. And yep. as you know, mate, it's, you know, it's a competitive market out there. Everybody's sort of chasing the same mm. players. So there's, you know, <laughs> it's almost a necessity yeah. to sort of move a, a little bit quicker than you might really like in some circumstances. But um, yep. as I said before, we we're, we're pretty happy with the balance of our squad. Obviously, we've lost um, a, a few players, but really happy that we've brought in some exciting young talent. Um, to replace them. So, you know, a well-balanced squad and be keen to see yeah. how they go. Hey, Clayton, it's Baz here, mate. So you've got, um, you got a squad of 38. It's a big old squad to, to manage. And what sort of support staff have you got in the background, which um, which you, you're running as well? Oh, look, oh yeah, 38's a, a decent number, but I wish I had 48. You know, there's some quality rugby players out there um, across the country that have sort of missed out, and certainly in our own backyard, you know, like um, it's great to see Taranaki and Wakato in the, in the Chiefs region take out their respective competitions. Um, yeah. And I feel for the, for, the, for the players that have missed out, but um, oh, look, all super rugby squads have, have quite a, um, you know, a large staff that that caters to yeah, the, the need to provide for, for such a large squad and you know, on top of that 38 you're looking at replacement players for all blacks you know, you a lot of injury replacements that come in through the year, you've got your pathway boys so look it's a big old it's a big old beast um, mm. but you know, we've got good people on board here that, um, that, that are steering the ship in the right direction Hey, mate, um, tell us about uh, Joshuani. I had a great conversation with Joshuani last week. Uh, I think he's been playing consistently well throughout the Bunnings NPC for Otago and his role within the squad. I know you've got a lot of first five eights. You've got Bryn Gatlin, Rivers Halehana, you've got Caleb Trust. So there's a lot of competition there. What's, what's your messages for Joshuani? Is, is, you, you is he the one that's going to be leading the team for you or that position's up for grass for any of them? Oh, look, I don't think Josh has made it any secret that, you know, he wants to be playing 10. Um, we think yeah. that's his best position. Um, and so, you know, we're happy to open the door for Josh to come uh, from the Highlanders to the Chiefs to seek an opportunity to, you know, to, to play 10. Um, he's well aware that we've mm -hmm. got other quality rugby players there and they're all keen as bricks to, you know, sort of put that 10 jumper on as well. So there's going to be some healthy competition there. And as you know, competition sort mm. of um, can be great for your environment. Um, a number of them can, yep. can also play fullback um, and 12 at a pinch. So, you know, I guess having that, um, yeah, the, the flexibility is, is good. But, you know, I've been a, um, an admirer of Josh's for a long time. He. I've had mm. some involvement with him, uh, with the, with the Māori All Blacks. Um, I think he's a quality young man, um, and he's yeah. really showcased, particularly over the last five or six weeks, what he's capable of doing. So, 
Look, he's, he's looking in good shape. Um, he's saying all the right things, mm. um, certainly in the media. Um, yeah, I'd be disappointed if he didn't turn up here and um, fantastic Nick and give the opportunity that we're, we're affording him up here a really good shape. So exciting. Yeah, nice. Yeah, too right, mate. You must be pretty wrapped about, obviously rugby's a bit disappointing today after the weekend, but it must be pretty exciting to head into a new competition with obviously the, the two new teams coming in. Are you guys pretty just pumped about it, the new direction of where this competition's going? I am. You know, like it's a new, it's a sort of a new era for professional rugby in the Pacific region, isn't it? Um, mm. You know, like um, Moana Pacific and Drew are sort of generating massive excitement um, through, you know, all the various media platforms. And, you know, if anyone that's sort of played in Samoa or, or Tonga or Fiji, like, they're passionate people, you know, they love rugby, um, they're deeply ingrained in their culture and, you know, we anticipate that's going to flow through into these rugby teams. So, um, look, they bring bring something new to the table and um, and it's going to be exciting to see um, see them play and we, we look forward to the challenge. Yeah, nice. Well, we look forward to it, mate. Well, as a coach, you've just named your squad. Last, quickly, before we let you go, you've just named your squad. When do you get your hands on these players, mate? When... when... And what does preseason look for look like for you for you and the Chiefs? Uh, there's a couple of days um, this week where we just get the squad together. Those that are here just for a couple of admin days, um, as you can appreciate the the with MPC sort of being pushed back due to COVID, um, our, mm. our preseason has become really condensed. So a couple of days just to get through some admin. Um, those that haven't had a lot of rugby, either through being been in lockdown uh, up in Auckland or um, coming back from injury, we get them for a couple of weeks pre-Christmas. But the official start nice. date is um, 6th of January. So, yeah, good opportunity for, for a good portion of our squad to just freshen up, enjoy the sun, you know, get around some family and friends um, and then come in really excited in January to hit the ground running and you know, be part of what will be a, a, a great new competition. Yeah, beauty. Oh, awesome, Clayton. Well, we really appreciate you joining us, mate. Feel free to get those boys up the Kaimais on January 6th as well. Give them a little bit of a hustle up, eh? But we appreciate you uh, you coming on the show here, mate. And um, all the very best for the Super Rugby competition and, and all the best for the Chiefs boys as well. No worries, me. My pleasure. Awesome. That there was Clayton McMillan, the Chiefs head coach. Obviously, all the teams of the Super Rugby franchise have been named. All the squads have been named today. So get in and have a look at that. Tell you what, Baz. So have a look at the team that you support. You'll be, you'll be. When he talks, mate, you're sitting right on the edge of your seat. I don't know if you've seen Clayton. He has big and whoa. He get angry too. He get real angry. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting up, mate. Yeah. But you like that though. He's Clayton. Yeah. You don't mind that though, eh? You want your boss to be in, you know, have a firm hand. Daisy. Daisy got a firm hand, I reckon, on you. <laughs> on the straight and narrow. <laughs> it's yeah. coming up 8.30 here in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. That was Clayton McMillan. We've got Jack Goodhue on the other side as well. Looking forward to talking to him. We've got the results of the Choices Flooring Poll. That's been heating up. Louis asked a pretty, pretty well-pointed question. And we've got the uh, we've got the answers for you very soon. But for now, it is Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand.
Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We are 28 minutes away from 9 o'clock and plenty to get to, including our Choices Flooring Weekend poll results. Bruce is coming up on the Kennard's Hire phone line very shortly as well. But, boys, a bit of great news this morning. Yeah, the Black Caps got smoked by India in the T20s, but that's all right because we're a test cricket nation anyway, apart from we love 2020 as well. But test cricket is back very, very, very soon, Thursday evening here on SENZ. And we've got live commentary of the two-test series against India, which is just some of the best listening and viewing time possible. 5 p.m. starts. Can't wait for this here on SENZ, ball to ball with our wonderful team. So very fired up for that. Black Caps India, two tests live on SENZ. But the Choices Flooring poll, the Choices Flooring Floors for Living Spring Sale catalogue is out now. Now download today was curious to know from you do you think New Zealand rugby truly still believe Ian Foster is the best man to lead the side and it's quite a layered question because they obviously did when they extended him but we have seen a bit more now and we've got a big sample size here unsurprisingly so yes total faith has polled a whopping 11% not anymore is 88.9%. So punters are suspecting that even New Zealand rugby are starting to think twice about what they're doing with Ian Foster. Does that surprise you at all, Wiz? Um, no. Now, look, we, we, you know, Baz would know this. I mean, your team's struggling. The first person that's been held accountable is oh. your coach. Your coach is the one that's, you know, we've seen it with Man U. And Oli Schalkschrager, whatever you had, he say his name, but um, he's just been <laughs> sacked and, and had to be moved on. And, and people just passionate. They want to see their team do well. They want to see them perform and, and, and win. And, and if they're not, the first person who's held there is, is the coach. So people are speaking. It's whether NZR, you will have, you know, Mark Robinson and the crew up there, whatever decision they're making. Um yeah, it's, it's pretty uncertain times. It's going to be a long summer, long interesting summer ahead. And, well, we've got Bruce on the line, and he wants to talk about All Blacks coaching. Good morning, Bruce. Is he? There's a, hi, guys. Um, hey, mate, Bruce. Yeah. Hey, I... Um, my main point is how players respond to what type of coaching and motivation and I just wonder I think our best record of our All Black coaches has probably been um, more regimental maybe grumpy old men who who are frightened to have a uh, a, give out a bit of a serving and look Mm. people squarely in the eye and and, uh, tend to get a response Um, so I don't know we've sort of moved on, our society is different but I still believe there's a place um, for that. And I don't know if Mr. Foster's maybe too nice a person. Mm. Um, mm. And, and even to a point, our, our captains, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a, possibly a wee bit different because when you're right in the mix and you're, 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 a, you're on, I mean, you're, you're maybe the captain and perhaps the best player, but you're on an equal ground. As a coach, I believe yeah. um, it's a slightly different type of position and respect. So, just just mm. pondering that thought. What do you think? No, I think that's 
oh, I think you've hit the nail on the head, and that's what Izzy sort of alluded to before, who's got first-hand knowledge of being coached by Fozzie and said he's a wonderful, wonderful person. Um, but even as you mentioned that you like a little bit of a firm hand as well as a coach at times, you mentioned Clayton McMillan. Now, he's a tough a tough taskmaster as well, and I think you might be on the money there, Bruce, down in Christchurch on listening on 1260 AM. But I think we like we all like to see our All Blacks have All Blacks coaches have just a little bit of sternness or something just a little bit different. Mm. So it's really interesting, actually. Hey, we're going to have to keep moving on, but thanks heaps for giving us uh, giving us a call there, Bruce. We've got coming up yeah, cheers, after Bruce. the break. We've got Jack Goodhue, so we'll look forward to that. And just before that, the Whisker Series podcast is out now. Join Phyllisy Chats to Kiwi Legends about their experiences with mental health. Donate to Movember now and enjoy the Whisker Series podcast while you're at it. We are 8.37 in the morning. Coming up, Jack Goodhue. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. We're 18 minutes away from Smithy and his show. He'll take you through to midday. Got a few texts coming through on the text line. We're going to cross over to one. It's from Reed. Hey, Baz and Izzy, I heard on Trudy's World that you boys brought a horse. What lot did you get? Lads, cheers. Well, Baz, you want to give us the wee little breeding and go down there? What do we get, mate? Side, damn. We're going down that track? Lot 21, uh, uh, side by uh, the wonderful racehorse that, is, that was, so you think, who's a super sire now as well, leaving winners everywhere out of a Lonro mare called Uzeli. And it looks fast. It's dark in yeah. colour. looks powerful. And it's going to Chris Wallace. So follow that one over the next little while, eh? Is we're on. Yep. We're on, mate. We're on. And we've got to figure out a name for it too. And, well, someone that was on down at Millbrook Resort, well, thanks to New Zest, who are powering the next generation of New Zealand athletes. We're going to be doing a Monday morning health check with Newsest each week, catching up with Kiwi Sport and Identity to find out how they keep themselves in A-plus quality over the summer and uh, also learn a bit about them in general. This week we're starting with the heavy hitter. He would have no about been hurting watching his all-back brothers go down yesterday morning. But Jack Goodhue himself is recovering, recovering from a nasty ACL injury before hopefully being able to wear that black jersey again soon. He's on the line this morning. Morning, Jack Goodhue. How are you, brother? Good morning. Good morning, Izzy. What an introduction, man. Jeez, you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only the best for you, Jackie, mate. How are you going? We've seen you down at Millbrook having a nice romantic getaway with your wife, Sophia. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. And that, yeah, romantic getaway was lovely. Um, just just seeing you guys probably was the thing that uh, ruined it a little bit. Oh, <laughs> ruined oh. it? Ouch. Oh, Ouch. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, mate. Oh. I'm in the morning for a bit of banter. <laughs> Oh, oh man. So, hey, hey, sorry, man. To you, uh, it, was, it was good to see you. By that, I mean, by that, I mean, it was good to see you guys. By that, I mean, it was weekend. Yeah, one yeah, thing you're going to know about Jack, mate, Banter and Jack, just really awkward. But we'll carry on. <laughs> <laughs> just roll with it. Roll uh, with it, Dave. You're supposed to make it look good on this guy calling him look good. <laughs> Hey we Jack, are, must, we're very, so it must be a, a little bit of ACC payment to be able to help you out to down to Millbrook, brother. Yeah, mate, they, they go good. Eh? <laughs> they go good, mate. <laughs> Keep on getting paid out. You know what it's like in New Zealand. 
I'm an employee, mate. Get looked after. Hey, mate. Hey, That's Jack, right. it was good to see you. And you are walking around, and I know you had been to that down there. You went for a wee jog. How's the injury coming along, mate? Hey, how you how you getting on? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Able to, you know, run and do a little change of direction stuff. But, yeah, building nicely. Yeah, it's going to be a, a big summer of uh, training and just making sure I stay on top of it. But I'm pretty happy with the progress. Um, you know, all going well. I'll be, you know, back playing and kind of that, March, kind of April next year, around you know the start of kind of super, and we'll just see what how that looks and what kind of form I'm in. Obviously, a bit of club booty to start, which will be which will be good. Yeah. Mate, what's been the biggest challenge? I know we've we've had a bit of time on the rehab chair and and things like that, but mate, what's been the biggest challenge for you this time round? Uh, going through a major knee injury, you've pretty much done every ligament in your knee. What's been the major challenge for you, but? I guess um, sometimes you get that kind of bit of doubt coming in whether you're going to be the kind of same athlete or if you're just going to be able to return to um, play at that kind of form. Um, and I guess it's just being patient uh, with you know, the progress. You sometimes get to the point where you just like almost um, you know just get so desperate to to want to get back to that level. You end up pushing a pushing an injury a bit too hard, and and that actually ends up making it worse. So, you know, there's been a couple of episodes just for the nature of the injury where it just swells up and you can't really can't really help it. You just need to know when to, you know, pull the reins back and just let it settle down and, um, you know, just do what you can, really. Yeah. Uh, Jack, I guess being injured as well, does it sort of, does it light the fire a little bit though? Like really get you sort of real hungry to, to get back and, and sort of overcome the injury get, and wear that black jersey again? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, right? Like, yeah, a uh, bit of time off kind of gives you a chance to kind of miss mm. the miss the game a little bit, and then you you know, just want to get back 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 out there and you know, prove you know what you can do and and make the most of it while you're out there. So yeah, definitely feeling that way at the moment. Obviously, um, seeing the the fellas go down the last uh, couple of weeks, you know, hurts a little bit, and you know, they're the boys are absolutely top you know, quality team, top quality players, and I just want to, you know, be out there and, you know, help them, you know, if I can. Mm. <clears throat> hey, mate, just just tell us. Yeah. We'd love to see you back out there, mate. But the Super Rugby squad's just been announced. Crusaders, you know, have, have squad's been announced as well, mate. You happy? You excited to rip in with the lads and, and get back in in the environment? Yeah, yeah, I am, man. There's a good mix of um, our new and old players coming in. Uh, you know, a bit of experience with um, you know, some Hickey and, and and Pablo, which would be you know, amazing. And then you know, some young yeah. fellas like Kino and um, some boys come through the academy, like you know, Corey and whatnot. So, oh, mate, they've, they've got some good talent coming through. And just the guys that stayed around, the experience we have in the team now, um, you know, to you know, once upon a time when you are running around, you know, Daggy had all the experience. Yeah, now now we've got guys, you know, that are that have been around for you know, I guess almost just as long now. So you know, it's about to you know, replace guys like yourself and to have such an awesome team. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But for me now it's just about I guess staying fit and being ready yeah. to go. I guess you know, now's probably a really good time to give you just a, a bit of a plug, you know, they've been really looking after me. Uh, you know, they send me mm. some real good stuff every month and what I like about their product is they you know, they they it's good range, 
good diversity of yep. their pea protein. I like to mix it up a little bit with what I take. Mm-hmm. Sometimes take a bit of you know, whey protein from somewhere else, but most of the time I take their you know, their pea protein, which is just a good product just to just to mix up the type of protein I'm getting. It's really good. Okay. They got the greens too, yeah, eh, mate? On. They got the greens, and I probably need a few greens because I tell you what, I wasn't eating any greens <laughs> down there. I won't even tell you what me and Bears had for breakfast one day. But uh, anyway, <laughs> mate, um, just quickly I'll before we let you go, razor. It'll fix you right up, mate. It'll fix you right yeah, up. I know, mate. I know. Hey, mate, I'll be, t- I'll be talking need. about Mike Smith. What, what do you love about razor, mate? What does he bring to the Crusaders that you really enjoy? Oh, mate. Oh, you know, just different, man. Personality. You, you get him in there, and he he just brings the excitement. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I haven't met a coach like him. I haven't met a coach like him. So, yeah, he comes in. He always has probably mentioned on your show before. He has a wee theme every year. It just uh, makes it exciting every week. He's got something new. Um. You just don't know what he's going to get with Razor. So, I I think it just keeps the keeps the job interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, nice. He does. He does. Hey, quickly before we let you go, Izzy, ask Jack about his brother Josh. How's he doing after his quick head knock against the bop? There's from Steve. How's your brother doing, mate? Is he right? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, he's doing better now. He was a bit symptomatic um, yeah. Yeah, for a while there, but he's, you know, obviously it's a good time to, to rest up now, off-season. I think he's getting into mm-hmm. a little bit of golf, so you know, he, might, he might see him out there one day when you're you know, touring Cowrie Cliffs. As you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a champion. Um, that is Jack Goodhue. You're a champion, mate. I'm going to get you off before you throw me under some more buses, mate. Can't give you any more air <laughs> Thanks, time. Jack. Take you it know, easy, brother. You're giving uh, me too much. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate Pre- it, mate. And I really look forward it, to seeing you out there, eh? Recover well. Yeah. That was our first thanks, Monday Doug. morning health check with Newzest. A new approach to feeling great. Not just a boost for today, but nutrition for life. And each week we're going to give you a chance to win our guest's ultimate health pack for summer thanks to New Zest. Just head over to SCNZ underscore radio on Instagram for your chance to win. That was Jack Goodhue. He is recovering well. He is getting back to some running. And hopefully we see him ripping in for the Crusaders halfway through the season next year. Thank you, Jack Goodhue. And thanks to New Zest. How good. Anyway, coming up. Bears coming out. We're going to get back to Ian Smith. Ian Smith there in the mighty Hawks Bay, the doing of sport. And, well, I'm pretty sure he'll be ripping into a wee bit of All Blacks rugby today. And I'd love to hear his thoughts on what he saw yesterday morning. So we'll be back shortly with the doing of sport, Ian Smith.